Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 83 of the Website Coach Podcast. Now, you know when you see or think about something and suddenly it's everywhere. Well, the topic I'm talking about on the podcast today is a bit like that. It was a hot topic when I last went to Marrakesh on a business retreat with Shah Wasmund last month. Sorry, not sorry, <laughs> that I'm name and place dropping. It was absolutely amazing. Ali Abdul was talking about it on a YouTube video of his I was watching last week. I don't know whether you follow Ali Abdul. He is amazing, talking about lots of things to do with productivity. And I've noticed so many other people having the same conversation. In fact, I've had it with a couple of clients recently. So what is it? Well, today I want to talk about building a business around the life you want. Why does this matter? Well, many of us left corporate or public sector jobs because it wasn't conducive to how we wanted to live our lives. There is, of course, that saying that I left my nine to five to work 24-7, and sometimes it certainly feels that way. Maybe you had children and you were fed up with commuting, not being there for your children as much as you wanted. And once you'd paid for childcare, it just wasn't financially worthwhile. Maybe you didn't enjoy the people you worked with, or some of them. Maybe you weren't doing the kind of work that filled you with joy. And of course, the great thing about being your own boss is that you have more control. You may not have complete control, but you can decide where you work, what you do, and the kind of people you want to work with. But I don't know about you, but so many of us fall into the trap of just following the flow of our business, doing the work that falls into our lap. Before we know it, that corporate job we used to have is suddenly looking the better option. Okay, maybe not, but you know what I mean. This is not the life you designed. You didn't want to be working when your children are home or on weekends, for example. So the first step is to think about what you want your life to look like. What's important to you? And what's important to you is not going to be the same as what's important to somebody else. This is your life, remember, not theirs. Is it to pick your kids up from school every day? Is it to earn enough money to support your family? Or maybe retire your husband? Is it to make as much money as possible? Is it to be considered successful? Is it to have the freedom to do the kind of work that lights you up with the kind of people you want to work with when you want to do it? I know that's the dream for a lot of entrepreneurs. It is for me. But of course we want to earn money too. And of course, there is just no single answer. It must be what's important to you. And this is such a crucial first step because we should be designing businesses around our life, not the other way around. Now, of course, we might still have to do some things we'd rather not or work sometimes when we really wouldn't want to. But certainly, I think what we want, what we are all capable of doing is moving closer to our dream. So now we know what we want our lives to look like. What does that mean for our business? What do our business need to look like to make this happen? 
So what would your ideal business look like? What does it mean in terms of the hours that you work? And of course, I don't mean none. Um, Is it you working nine till three, then going to pick up your kids, spending the next couple of hours with them, and then maybe picking up for an hour or two in the evening? What does it look like in terms of the money you want to make? And if the money you want to make is more than the hours that you can realistically make them in, that might mean scaling your business. So if you don't have the time to make that money working one-to-one with clients, then you need to scale your business. And I talked about how to do this back in episode 17, which is called Nine Ways to Scale Your Business. So go and take a listen to that if that's something that you're interested in doing. And it might mean outsourcing work to others so that you can focus on what you do best. And that's unlikely to be building your own website, just saying. (laughs) Know somebody who can help with that. It might be moving from a one-to-one offer to working with groups of people. It might be online courses, memberships, products or digital offers. And of course, when we're thinking about what our business looks like, you also need to think, do you want to work with a different kind of client? One that excites you or maybe is easier to work with? Because the reality is, we're not all suited to working equally well with everybody. I know certainly for me, there is a certain kind of business that I work best with, which is service-based businesses, which are relatively small. They're either single-person business or, you know, they might have a couple of people in the business. But I don't work with large corporates. I don't even work with mid-sized corporates because there is a certain kind of client that I work best with. And actually, to be honest, that I want to work with. They're the ones that really excite me. And of course, the final thing when it comes to designing the business that we want is to question whether there are things that you want to stop doing, things that don't interest you, and what do you want to focus on? So I think identifying what you want your business to look like is the hardest part. Once you know what you want your business to look like and what's going to actually fit in with your life, you then need to translate that into the products you're going to offer, who you're going to work with, The price of those products, that means do you need to increase your pricing? That's the code. (laughs) How are you going to promote those products? I say products, I'm talking about services as well. And the people you need to help you make this a reality. Now, this kind of plan is not going to happen overnight. Well, not unless you only need to make one or two changes. You may even find it takes a while to work it all out. And there's no shame in that. I mentioned in the intro that I have been on a business retreat with Shah Wasman for three days. This is exactly what we focused on. And whilst I'm making some changes to my business to reflect the way I want to live my life, I still don't have all the details figured out. And I will take these actions, I will do some stuff for the next six months, and then I will have another thing. But at the retreat, I did have the help of 10 other amazing experienced businesswomen, and I do still have them on a WhatsApp group. And sometimes you do need that support group to help you work it out. So this step is about writing out that plan. What product are you going to be offering? And what do you need to do to change from where you are now? So what do you need to stop doing? How are you going to do that? So there are certain things which I am stopping doing. What do you need to introduce that's new? And what's the plan for doing that? I also have a plan to introduce something new. 
well, actually, it's something I've been offering for quite some time, but I never, ever publicize it, which is hourly help for working out your strategy with regard to your website or anything else, if you like a, a pick my brains type thing. And if you're interested in that at all, please do send me a message either by email on say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or on Instagram at beyondthekt. And at some point, certainly on my action list, is getting a sales page up for it, but it's not there yet. And then, of course, there's what do you need to change in terms of the product or services that you currently offer? And again, how are you going to do that? So one of the things I constantly look at, or not constantly, certainly annually look at, is what my bespoke website design package looks like. And each year I do make tweaks to it. I don't make radical changes, but I do tweak what's included in that package. Who you're going to work with is a big one. At least it is if you're going to change it. Most of us start working and will accept anyone as clients. But the product or service you offer, the pricing, and the way you promote your product or service all impact on the people you attract. So think about who you want to work with in the future. What is your new pricing going to be? And when and how are you going to make the changes? Are you making the change in one step or in a couple of steps over a longer period? Do you need to announce the changes? How will they impact existing clients? These are all questions that you need to answer. And then, of course, one of the most important parts of a business is marketing. Because if people don't know about what you do, then they can't buy. And in episode 70, I talked about my marketing plan for 2023. Give it a listen if you need some inspiration. And then finally, there is the people that you need to make happen. There is no badge of honour in doing everything yourself. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. You may think you're saving money, but the reality is that it's taking time. Time is money, as they say. Time you could be spending generating more revenue or not working. And of course, depending upon what it is, you might well find that a professional who specialises in this area is going to do it much better than you. And if you have a desire to cut down the amount of time you spend in your business, and or increase the amount you earn, then you need to focus on the areas that you are good at and outsource as much of the rest as you can. I say that (laughs) and I recognise I'm not as good at putting it into action. I had this drummed into me at the retreat, but I am determined to change so that I can focus on the client-facing work I really want to do. I also need to change so that I stop recording podcast episodes on a Sunday. (laughs) Yes, this one is being recorded the day before it's due to go out. I know I have said that before, and it wasn't that long ago. What I have done when it comes to outsourcing, and this might work for you, is approach it from two ways. So the first way is to think about what do I want to do in the business? So for me, that's two things really. One is fronting the marketing. I can't and don't want to outsource this podcast, for example. And the second thing that I want to do is most of the work with clients. But that doesn't mean to say that I have to be the person resizing images and uploading them onto a client website, for example. So this is not a case of what can I do, but what do I want to do in the business? I'll be holding on to those items I want to do, at least for the foreseeable future, until I reevaluate this all again. And then the second approach to outsourcing 
is to think about what do I not want to do or what can I find others who are better than me at. And then I have worked out the roles I need to recruit for. I'm not going to recruit all of those straight away. I prioritised. So I've already outsourced my accounts. I did that a month or two ago. I can do my accounts myself and have been doing so for the past few years. And actually, I quite enjoy doing them. Yeah, I know I'm a bit strange like that. But the analytical side of me really enjoys doing that. And I have a a background in finance and business, so I understand it. But I also know that a professional accountant will do a better job. I do not know every single thing that I need to know to do my accounts. And my time can then be spent on the things that I really want to do. I can still know what's going on, but I only need to spend a fraction of the time that I was on this. So I'm not giving up control completely. And doing this exercise of thinking about what it is that you want to do, what it is that you don't want to do, or can find others that are better than you at in the business, it's a really useful exercise to work it all out. And once you have a plan, then it is, of course, a case of working through it. And to be honest, I think this might be the hardest bit. It doesn't all need to be done overnight. So I mentioned in terms of, for example, outsourcing. That's something that I'm going to do in stages. And I know my list from the business retreat is pretty long. But I've identified six core things I want to action within 30 days. So that's a service I want to stop offering. That's this new service I want to introduce. There are two with regard to outsourcing. um, And then there's a couple with regard to marketing. And I'm on the way to ticking them off. Progress might be slow, but I am making progress every single week. And there might be short-term pain in actioning these. I must admit, I'm certainly finding that. (laughs) I've got, you know, a sales page to write and I've got uh, things like uh, specs, job specs to write as well and people to find. But at the end of the day, I'm just thinking about the way that I want to live my life in the future. And I know that these actions will help me get there. And that's the same for you. Yes, there is short-term pain in actioning some of these things, but just think about the way you want to live your life in future and know that these actions will help you get there. So that's it. (laughs) Just to recap, the first thing is to think about what you want your life to look like and what that means for your business. Then think about what that means in terms of the product or services that you offer who you work with going forward, pricing, how you're promoting your business, and then the people that you need on board in order to help you do that. And write a list of the actions for each, the actions that you need to take to make this a reality, not just a dream. Because without taking action, none of this is going to happen. It's not going to happen by accident. So final message to you is go and do it. (laughs) certainly what I am doing. And I will keep you updated throughout the year in terms of how I actually get on with it. I'm not sharing my exact list. That would be too much of a, I don't know, probably slightly too vulnerable to do that. But I will certainly share some of it with you as I go throughout the year. That's it for this week. Hope you had a great week and I will see you next week for another episode. And next week is probably going to be an interview I've got lots of interviews lined up with some fantastic business people over the next few weeks. So I'm going to be interspersing those with solo episodes. 
I hope very much you enjoy because uh, who I've got lined up for next week is, I think, very special and somebody that you can learn an awful lot from. So have a great week and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business, or scaling it. And see you next week.